Greetings and salutations. This is just a warning that this podcast contains strong adult language. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to the On the Pitch podcast with Dave and Ash. Hello, Ash. Hello, Dave. Um, another podcast this week. We're really putting up, we're keeping up the work this week, eh? Yeah, we're we're getting a bunch of content out to our listeners after being absent for a while. You poor bastards! We're back. Um, so today, uh, or over the last couple couple of days, my favourite match day of the year. One of my favourite match days of the year. R- round three in the FA Cup. Premier League clubs come in, giant killings, crazy scorelines. This year we've gone to extra time and penalties in these games instead of replays. So we'll start with the first round, third round tie, which was Swindon Town 1, Man City 4. No surprises there, I don't think. No, Man City doing what Man City does. I am surprised that Pep went with such a strong squad, though. I'm you not. Know, especially if you're not. No, because that's what he does. He takes every fucking competition seriously. It doesn't matter if there is a trophy involved. He has a history of putting out a strong side. I think the only time that that shit doesn't work for him is when it comes to the trophy with the big ears. But I'm not surprised that he put out a strong side today. You know, they're cruising in the league, but surely he could have rested some of these players and then, you know, because if these players could, you know, fatigue and then they eventually could, they could, one of them could have got injured. So he takes that risk of losing a key player, which could upset their title charge. I mean, they're going to win the title anyway, I believe, but especially now, even if Chelsea beat them next week, I, I still believe they'll win the title. Yeah, at this point, they, they got title one, and I think they know that too. Well, the thing is, you can't say that because form anything can happen so it's not one until it's one that's how i feel because they could mm-hmm. go on a bad run they could go on a bad run of form chelsea have had it liverpool have been on a little bit of a dip so it can happen to anybody and man city still have to play liverpool again still have to play chelsea still have to play tottenham who they can't beat they still have to play united who well and they still got some tough games so you know then you know they can drop points but I, I think they'll pick up enough i mean they've already got what 10 points 11 point gap there's a 10 point gap right now i believe Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, Bernardo Silva is having a great season, so not a surprise to see him on the score sheet again. Um, and that was crazy because there was rumours he was going to leave at the start of the season, but they're glad they kept hold of him now. Yeah, he's been brilliant for them. Um, so yeah, no surprises there. Uh, Swindon, uh, not sure what league they're in. I think they're in League One or League Two. So, you know, I don't think they was ever going to win this. Just turn up for the occasion, get the fans in the stadium, play a Premier League side. Um, and just go about the business, basically. I mean, the fans would like to see. Fans were pretty happy to see a Premier League club come down. So that's what that's one good thing about the FA Cup. Like, even if you do lose, like that sort of result, you still these smaller clubs still get to you know show that you know they can play against Premier League sides, which is probably a game of the lifetime for them. Which is what yeah. the FA Cup's good. For, which is what the FA Cup's good for. Yeah, it gives the fans a day out to to see the opposition they wouldn't normally see. In a normal match week. So moving on to the Saturday games, which is 
still today for you, yesterday for me. Weird as that sounds. <laughs> um, Middlesbrough beat Mansfield 3 2. That's not really a major game. Uh, Fulham had to go the extra time to beat Bristol. Uh, one of the shocks of the round, but then again, with Burnley's form, probably not. Um, they were knocked out by Huddersfield, who are in the championship, so that's a Premier League team gone. What do you make yeah. of Burnley? What do you make of Burnley? Because they were a regular mid-table side in the Premier League, but slowly but surely over the last few seasons they've been getting progressively worse. And you thought with the signing of like Maxwell Cornet and you know players like mm-hmm. Dwight McNeil that they, you know they're changing their game a little bit. But do you think they should sack Deitch and try a different approach to see if they can save their season? Or do you think they should stick with Deitch? I say sack them. Yeah, I mean managers have been sacked for less, right? They have. I mean, it's managers are like food. They have a shelf life. And after a certain amount of time at a club, things get stale. Things get vapid. And you just need fresh ideas. And I think Burnley are at that point. They still play a very antiquated style of football. They play that 4-4-2 for the most part and try to play route one. I haven't seen really nothing different from them since Deitch has been there. So I think it's time for Deitch to go. Yeah, I mean, Huddersfield, good result for them, knocking out a Premier League side, give them some confidence. Um, I think they're mid-table in the Championship at the minute. Um, Wayne Rooney's Derby have been knocked out by Coventry. Again, Derby have got a whole host of problems, so it's not a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hartlepool 2, Blackpool 1. Not really. I think Hartlepool are a League 2, so I'm so Blackpool. Crystal Palace, Edge Pass, one of the most hated teams in the world in Millwall. I'm glad Palace won that match, and I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> yeah, no one's got anything nice to say about Millwall. Fuck them. Probably one, one of the games of the round here now. Uh, Barnsley 5, Barrow 4. This one looked like a neutral's dream. Nine goals in one match, and it finishes pretty competitively. Now, what was that? Is that the final after extra time? Yeah, but listen to this. Uh, Barrow scored in the 78th minute. Barnsley mm-hmm. equalised in the 83rd. Took the lead in the 80... Uh, Barrow retook the lead in the 86th. Barnsley then equal... Barnsley retook the lead in the 88th. And then Barrow equalised in the 90th. And then the winning goal came in the 102nd minute. So if you were watching the last 15 minutes of that game, what a game. It must have been fucking utterly enthralling witnessing that's something it. like that. I'm telling you, that's just like... That is the beauty of the FA Cup. Uh, that is also the beauty of football. So I imagine the, um, unless you're a supporter of either side that was involved in this fixture, for the neutral, this must have been a joy to watch. And a red card. <laughs> hmm. And the 38th minute. Obviously, it didn't make too much of a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Uh, one of the biggest shocks of the round here, AFC Wimbledon nil, Boreham Wood 2. It's the first time Boreham would have made it into round four. And they're wow. an non-league club. They're a non-league club, so that's pretty awesome. I love I love it when non-league clubs go far. It's just what I love to see in the FA Cup. I like it always when an underdog of some sort gets further than they're supposed to. So that's that's fun, especially with non-league sides, because there's quite a discrepancy between a non-league side and then an EFL side. And it's pretty cool to see the smaller clubs. Make some noise, if you will. 
And I'll tell you what, the passion these smaller clubs have, like the way they go about their business, it's, it's not about money. Obviously, they'll get the money for progressing, but mm-hmm. their fans are so like, – like with Chesterfield and Chelsea, which we'll come on to, but, the, you know, these smaller clubs, they just it's all about football for them. It's all they want to do. They, they don't care if – you know, they want to play the big teams. They want to show themselves. And they just want to enjoy their football. And that's one of the best things about this competition. There's nothing like it in the world. And I no. just think that – and I'm glad that we have it because – the oldest cup competition in the world and it's the best i think it's the best competition in the world not like you know it's not for like winning obviously that's a champions league for clubs but i think you know as a performance and as a overall it's the best competition in the world because you just never know what's going to happen i concur uh, moving on to another non-league club actually the lowest ranked team left in the competition they play in the sixth tier of foot- english football and they knocked out Championship Reading. This is some, this is some beautiful shit, because this is definitely a giant killing in a sense. Um, I didn't actually see this game, but I heard there was a very, very serious injury to a Reading player. Um, I'm not; they didn't show it on the highlights. I just mm-hmm. know that there was 15 minutes of extra time uh, added time. Jesus. And the player was stretched off, but hopefully, like I said, I can't. Remember, I don't know who the player is. I uh, can have a quick look. Uh, trying to see. Do we know what kind of injury it was? He was stretched off, so it was a bad one. Mm. That's never good. You don't ever want to see that. No, but, you know, hopefully that player's okay and he can heal, recover as well. I'm sorry we don't know the name. I just can't find it on the report. But, um, yeah, well, fair play to Kidderminster. They asked the players who they asked some of the players who they wanted to tie in the next round, and they said, you know, United. He said United. So, you know, if they can get a good tie, that'll be fun for them. But it'll also be nice if they get a lower tie and then can progress further. Yeah, I mean, it's a, in a sense, it's a win-win for them. If you draw a bigger club, that's a day out for your supporters. If you draw level competition, then it makes for an enthralling game of football. Uh, our first all Premier League tie in the FA Cup so far, which was, well, rather one sided. Yeah. Leicester 4, Watford 1. I just, even, I think Watford had a bounce when uh, Ranieri came in, and I think they looked a little bit better, but they've kind of reverted. I mean, they played play well against Tottenham and were unlucky to lose, but mm-hmm. if, you play, if you play well, you have to win. Simple as that. And obviously, they did play well today. Leicester absolutely blitzed them. Have good scoreline. Don't think it's a surprise to anybody. With Leicester a good side on their day, and they're the holders, so they're going to want to try and win it again. Yeah, I'm not even sure Wofford even gave a shit about this fixture at this point. They got bigger things to worry about, like staying in the Premier League. I don't like it though. That does kind of annoy me though. Like, if I was a football manager, I want to be oh, okay. I know you have to manage players and fatigue mm-hmm. and things like that, but I'd want. I want my players to try and win every trophy possible. Like, of course we don't concur. <laughs> this is great. Not me. I'm on some... I have, it, I have priorities. Winning trophies is great, but there are priorities, and that's just me. Like, trophies are fucking cool and shit, but if I'm Watford and I'm Claudio Ranieri, I give a fuck about the FA Cup. I'm trying to survive because the money from winning the FA Cup Ain't going to do shit for you if you go down. Well, they get the parachute payments anyway, which I think, which is, you know, 
That's yeah, but just for that year. So if you don't bounce back within that year. Yeah, but they always do. It's the harder. same as Fulham. It's the same with Norwich, Fulham, West Brom. Yeah. At what point, Rockford. though, does that luck run out that they keep coming up? Because we've there's been sides, I'm sure, that have done that. And eventually that shit ceases to happen. And then what? You stay you the in the problem. same division 10, 15 years, or you play the fucking game of bouncing between three different divisions? I would rather just prioritize staying in the league, and then I'll worry about trophies when motherfuckers can actually stay in the league. What, what it is for me is that the parachute payments, I think it enables like teams like Fulham to still have, to be too good for the championship. Mm-hmm. And they've got, they've got a squad that can't compete in the Premier League, but absolutely blitzes the championship. So it's never going to change because they don't really get rid of but players like Mitrovic couldn't mm-hmm. hit a barn door, the, couldn't hit a barn door with a beach ball in the Premier League. All he got, <laughs> well, he couldn't. He's absolutely useless. Was useless. Was useless at Fulham and useless at Newcastle. Now he's in the mm-hmm. Championship. He's got like twenty-one goals already this season. We'll probably break Ivan Tony's record. So to come up to the Premier League next year and be utter and complete shit. Yeah, they'll come up to the Premier League next year, blow some money, blow some money on some players we've never heard of, and finish twentieth. Pretty much. I mean, that's the same. I mean, Norwich does that too. Oh, Norwich can fuck off. Like I don't. I'm with you on that one. That shit is it's galling because you just it's a peculiar place to be where you're too good for the second division, but you are straight shit in the first division. Like it's I don't know, man. The thing with Norwich for me is like the way they're treating Billy Gilmore and the way their fans are abusing him. Uh, it's not right. It's wrong. And you know, they can fuck up. If they're going to treat him like that, we'll have him back. Because you know, they, they don't realize he's the best player at that club and they want to make him a scapegoat because he's not there. And Daniel Farker did the same. And this is what I really, oh, we're not here to develop other teams' players. Don't fucking loan them in then. That's a good point before we move on to the next scoreline. That's a good point because you know what? I understand. Loans are to develop players, but if your philosophy is you don't want to develop another club's players, then don't go asking motherfuckers for loans. Don't go looking to bring players in on loan. Like, if that's not your thing, you got a fucking academy, go utilize it. Can I just say, I'm glad he got sacked. I was never big on him anyway. A lot of people thought he was brilliant. I'm just like, eh, whatever. So brilliant, he can't keep a team in the Premier League after they, you know... Spent quite a bit of money. And Josh Sargent's been woeful for them, by the way, can I just say. He's American. That's a story for another day. <laughs> yep. Uh, this is a game you actually watched. Uh, Peterborough United 2, Bristol Rovers 1. Uh, what sort of game was it? It was a very open and enjoyable game. I think my favorite moment was when Coots scored that 30th-minute pen for Bristol because he scored against his former side, Peterborough, and then decided he was going to be funny. And give the give this signal for those of you that can't see because we're on a podcast. The finger over the mouth, silencing the crowd, and then yeah, that's when he equalized, and then it worked so well for him because in the sixty third minute, one of Peterborough's young young stars, uh, Mumba, this fucking beautiful move. This kid, I like him. Like thoroughly enjoyed watching him. He came in as a substitute in the second half. And has such a deft footwork. He puts a move on one defender. Or there's two defenders. He puts a move on one, cuts through the other one, and scores one hell of a fucking goal, I believe, on his right foot, bending it in. Which was ended up being the winning goal for Peterborough United in the 63rd. And he was fucking brilliant. It was a really good game of football. Especially in the second half. 
both teams relaxed and they played more and, and the game seemed to have flowed more. I was very, I get very excited for young players and stuff when they start coming up, <laughs> especially with, you know, lower level, lower level sides. You know, Peterborough United is not that low in the pyramid. I believe they're in the championship, but that was a yes. good game of football. So what you're saying is Coots is a dickhead. Yeah, he's basically me. He's a fucking dick. <laughs> um, Brentford beat Port Vale 4-1 and Boimo, who's had him a very good season, grabbed a hat-trick. Uh, 20-minute hat or 21-minute hat-trick. Not bad. No, not at all. That's a good day at the office, man. <laughs> I wonder if it was a perfect hat-trick. Love a perfect hat-trick. Doesn't mean anything, but it's just funny. It's just fun to see. Um, Queen's Park Rangers beat Rotherham 8-7. That's a weird penalty scoreline. 8-7. Don't see them every day. What's, what score is that? Uh, Queens Park Rangers and Rotherham United finished one one. They Queens Park Rangers won eight seven on penalties. Oh okay, that is kind of peculiar. Do you reckon it was eight scored? And, do you reckon it was a fifteen scored one missed, or do you reckon it was a bit of you know? I, I didn't watch it, so I didn't watch it I either. I'm just gonna say Queens Park United do a Queens Park, Queens Park United. You hear me? Queens Park Rangers, excuse me, do what they do, which is be utter shit. Yeah, they're nothing special. Moving on. Very um, quick, swiftly. Um, West Brom are out the cup to Brighton. Not a surprise there. The, the uh, Premier League team go through. Uh, Moda and Malpe. Um, Brighton are fascinating because they play good football. They do not score enough goals. It's crazy. It is. I, I don't. I don't understand it. What do you think is missing in Brighton? A natural goal scorer. I mean, Mope scores goals, but they miss a lot. They don't score. They need another striker, not just Mope, because they haven't really got another one. Mm-hmm. And I think they probably need... They've got creative midfielders with, like, Alexi McAllister. Um, what else have they got? Terry Lamptey's a good creator for them. I know he's a wing-back, but he's bombing forward all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Trossard when he's fit. So they've got uh, Basuma. So they've got the players. I just think they're missing an out-and-out 15-goal-a-season <laughs> striker. And we know that, you know, if not many clubs can have a 15-goal-a-season striker. But I think if they could get a decent finisher in, maybe a couple, they'd be all right because their defence is pretty good. Um, it's just a front two or front couple that don't seem to get enough goals. Hmm. But Graham Potter's actually a good manager, I think. He's done well at Brighton. I do like, like that the guy. Next, the next step for them is to get a, probably score more goals and finish games off because uh, they've drawn a hell of a lot of games this season in the league. Um, Nine, nine draws from 19 games. Wow. Yeah, so... Um, Wigan Athletic have beaten fellow championships like Blackburn 3-2. 94th minute winner. Wigan. Every time I think of Wigan, I think of that fucking pie. <laughs> what pie? Wigan has a pie, apparently. <laughs> What do you want about? Wigan's got a pie. I think it's their mascot. I think it's a fucking pie. And every time I hear Wigan, all I see is that bloody fucking pie. It's not as good as West Brom's mascot, which is a boiler. It's a, I didn't even know West Brom had a fucking mascot. Yeah, it's a boiler. Wow. That is crazy. It's, we We digress as we get on. Mascots of sides. Moving on. Uh, Birmingham City 
who I've got a new Bellingham now. Uh, I think they've got his brother who's on their side, so they can unretire the shirt at least. <laughs> <laughs> For now. Uh, lost to Plymouth Argyle after extra time. Uh, Chelsea, routine winning against Chesterfield. I mean, it was nice to see players like Hudson Doyle, Lukaku, Werner get the goals. Christensen. Did you see Christensen's header, by the way? I thought that was a very good header. Like he just looped it over the goalkeeper. Yeah, I saw it. It was, it was a cheeky yeah. little piece of fucking technique, if you will. Second half, we just kind of just stopped playing. Really, it was. It, they knew it was over. We knew it was over. Um, but mm-hmm. they were. They, they, I think Chesterfield gave a, gave, a, gave a good account of themselves. Uh, they played well, and the club actually thanked Chelsea for the way they conducted it and respected them. So, and how they looked after the fans. So that's a nice thing. Yeah, they um, also uh, Chelsea was also nice enough to bring um, Chesterfield's entire youth academy up to play our youth academy in Cobham. So I thought that was pretty cool too. Yeah, that's awesome. I want to give a special mountain, um, mention to Lewis Hall, who for his Chelsea debut I thought was phenomenal today. Yeah, right, it's he hard was to brilliant. It's, it's hard to judge against a team like Chesterfield, but you know he's a 17 year old kid, got an assist, you know played very well. And, you know, if we don't sign a left-back, then he could be a viable option there. But from what I'm hearing, it's like Tuchel said that we're, Tuchel has said that they are interested in signing players this window. And it will look to be Digne and Dest. Oh, one, of them I'll, one, one of them I'll take. One of them I don't like. Can you guess which one? Yeah. I'm pretty sure we concur on this one, too. See, Alex likes Dest. And he thinks he can get better. But I respect Alex's decision. I know what he's saying, but... For me, Dest, if you put Dest in reshanging positions, I've watched Dest for Barcelona. He's played right wing mm-hmm. for them. He can't finish. Cannot finish. Mm-mm. No matter what you do. He's not that great defensively either. I've seen him with the uh, the joke of a national team here. I'm not impressed. Oh, you love America, don't you? Not fucking impressed. He's just a waste of fucking, a waste of time, a waste of money. A waste of fucking the coaching staff's energy that they could be using with other things, developing, you know, players with actual fucking talent. So you don't like him, huh? (laughs) Take that for what that is. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll say this. If Chelsea sign him, I'll support him. I know you won't, but... (laughs) (laughs) You know me well. (laughs) No, you won't support him. like, ah, fuck. If Chelsea sign him, I'll support him like I do with every player we sign. But... You know, I'd rather we didn't sign him, to be honest. Yeah, we'll see and like how I that said, plays for, out. For Barcelona, he's played right wing. He misses a host of chances. And defensively, well, I've watched him in the Champions League. And it's not a pretty sight. No. Uh, moving on to Hull and Everton. I really wanted Hull to win this. I really did. But Andros Townsend, who doesn't score normal goals, turns up again. You know, he's a funny, he's a funny motherfucker. Because like you say, he don't score normal goals. Like, anytime he scores, it's got to be a fucking worldly. Because I still remember a goal he had a couple seasons ago when he was playing for Crystal Palace. That was an absolute fucking rocket. Against Man City. Against Man City. Fun. Holy shit, bro. Like, that man, I don't know what it is about him. Like, he's a decent player. I'm not saying he's great, but I'm saying he's decent. But, bro, I got to give him some props, though. He scores some fucking worldly-ass goals. And Ruben Neves. Ruben Neves. Ruben Neves just, yeah. What I will say about that. He can't score normal goals either. I think Ruben Neves needs to score outside the fucking box. Unless it's a penalty. I think he's Unless only scored. 
I think he's got <clears> one <throat> open play penalty box goal for Wolves since he's been there. So he's got one guy in the box on open play. Yeah. Some FIFA type what? shit. Well, I was like, that Townsend goal. The keeper should have stopped it. It was right at him. Fair point. But you, when you first see it, you think, oh, what a goal. Because, you know, you can't see where in the goalie's put it, but you see on the mm-hmm. replay that the keeper should have stopped it. It happens. Another 3-2 here after extra time. Uh, Swansea and Southampton. Um, I didn't even, This one actually went completely by me. I didn't even see it earlier. Um, I so caught the Southam- end of it. It was hard to keep up with all the games at the same I was asleep during the afternoon, so I didn't actually see any of these games. I just saw the results. And obviously, there's so many on a day like this, you can't keep up with them all. Mm-mm. But um, yeah, so Southampton into the next round, another Premier League side safe and through, which, you know, I haven't seen Swansea play since they left the Premier League, so I'm not sure what they're like these days. But they're trying to be, cra- they're trying to play an open, more attacking style of football. I don't think they have the players to really do it, though. I find it funny how they scored an own goal in the 94th minute, then corrected it a minute later by going to put themselves uh, equal again. That's, that's crazy. It was fucking madness, man. Did you think about one minute, like just what one minute is, and like it doesn't seem that long at all? But this game managed to put two goals in it, two goals in in that space of time. Only some shit like that would happen in football. That's why we love it, though. Like, like I said, FA yeah. Cup, you get FA Cup, you get stupid, especially <clears throat> round three. Round three, you get giant killings, stupid scorelines, and just crazy goals. What more could you want from football? Like anyone who doesn't watch the FA Cup or do, is, isn't based in England or doesn't support an English team, watch the FA Cup. Don't watch an all Premier League clash. Watch a lower league side. Watch a couple of lower league sides. Watch a team that aren't in the league versus the Premier League side. Just watch it because it's beautiful. It is. And for the final game on Saturday, Yeovil Town 1 and Bournemouth 3, courtesy of a Marcondes hat-trick. Bournemouth, I'm not sh- Bournemouth should be back in the Premier League. Let's see where they are. I don't know where they are on the table. I could have a look. They are They're either first or second. I know they're in those automatic promotion places. And I think oh, uh, Stevie Parker, I want to say, is their manager too. Scott Parker. Scott Parker, I'm sorry. Bournemouth are top. They're top. Okay, so I was right. Yeah. Sorry, Scott, I fucked the name up. <laughs> They've won 14 out of 25, seven draws, four losses. Hey, didn't, uh, I don't know if you would know this, but didn't Parker play for Premier League side? Played for a lot of Premier League sides. Newcastle, West Ham, Cholton, Chelsea, Tottenham. Oh, wow. Played for, play, play for fucking Tottenham? Played for everybody in London at this point, apart from Arsenal. <laughs> fucking hell, man. Wow. Okay. Uh, the top two, the, top two in the championship is actually interesting because it was teams that won in the Premier League last season, I believe. But were Bournemouth in the Premier League last season? I really cannot remember. Uh, they were not. When they got relegated, Eddie Howe was the manager. Who did get relegated last season? It was uh, Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield United. There we go. And Sheffield United, yeah. Who went on and sacked their manager too. That goes to show what you mean, though, because like Fulham got relegated, they're sitting third, four points off the lead, mm-hmm. and Sheffield United are thirteenth. Although saying that, they do have three games in hand on the leaders, so if they won all those games, they'd only be eight points off the lead. This this shit with games in hand too is going to be 
interesting for lack of a better word because they're with covid fucking everybody up and some teams have already played their allotted amount of games up to this point in the season and others have a bunch of games in hand so this is going to be entertaining to watch this all play out it's just how it is sometimes though isn't it like you know sometimes you you get to play your games on time sometimes you don't i mean of course it's, it's wild man though i mean some some sides have like three or four fixtures in hand for fuck's sake. Doesn't mean they're going to win them all though, because they've got to, and they'll probably be squeezed into a smaller period, which means fatigue and rotation, which means mm-hmm. you might not be able to play your best side and points dropped. So, but, do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing to have game to have games in hand? I think it's probably better to not have them because I think it's probably better to have your allotted points because then you know where you stand, mm-hmm. and you know if you're playing catch up, there's more pressure on you. Like right now, let's be honest. If you would you rather be in Chelsea's position than being behind Man City, or would you rather be Man City's position? Obviously, I don't know, but like, yeah, obviously, there's no games in hand, but Liverpool have a game in hand on us. I think I'd rather be played our games. It puts the pressures on the other team to perform. Yeah, I'm with you there. But yeah, the top two in the championship, Bournemouth and Blackburn, that's pretty cool, pretty cool to see because we've not had Blackburn in the Premier League for a while. So hopefully, you know, it'd be cool to see them again. I don't even remember the last time Blackburn was in the Premier League. It was a five, six, seven years ago. Huh. That's just that just shows you though how crazy football is. Well, look at Portsmouth and Stoke and Swansea. When does Stoke get relegated? They've not been back up. Uh, mm-hmm. The playoffs, the playoffs are basically Fulham and West Brom, what you would expect, mm-hmm. and then then again playoffs. We're only halfway through the championship season. That could all change. And that's the... I mean, championship, is at, the, at the end of the season, you could, you could win... You know, I've seen teams win 10 games in a row and go from seventh, go from like 14th to 4th. And that's how good the, the championship's a very good league. The championship a is a great league. It's a shame I can't see more of it. Because, you know... Because it'd be really? brilliant. Yeah. It's a shame I can't see more of it. Why? Because they don't show that many games for it. And usually Chelsea are playing at the same time. And mm-hmm. it's just, I'm not going to sit through 12 matches of highlights every week just to see what's going on, you know. <laughs> but I keep an eye on the tables and stuff. It's just not going to catch up with all the uh, things. But the thing with, yeah, the championship, I think it's a proving ground. I think it's one of the toughest leagues in the world because, like I said, it's good for youth players to grow. But it's also challenging and it's tough and it's one of the, I mean, physically tough. Like, there's not a league like it, I don't think. Not no, there isn't. I mean, let's be honest. You usually get the two or three at the top that run away with it, but the playoffs are so open. Like I said, form swings your way and it swings away from someone else. And it changes the entirety of the season. I like watching the championship. I do get it here. I got, a, I got it on a subscription. So I get to watch, I get to watch the other what is it three tiers below the Premier League? I touched the Championship, League One, and League Two. And I actually enjoy it. Yeah, it's good. Some of the football is pretty good. I just so, think that you know these football, this league, these leagues need more respect. And obviously, the Premier League will send scouts down to these games anyway to find young talent mm-hmm. because these clubs do. Because at, at that level, these clubs can play it because they can't afford superstars. They can't afford world beaters. So, um. Did you see that Bayern Munich lost yesterday to Gladbach? 
No, but it makes me warm and fuzzy inside. Gladbach have really done done a number on them this season. They beat them 5-0 in the Cup, drew 1-1 in the reverse fixture in the league, and now beating them 2-1. So, And for the season Gladbach are having, they needed that because they've been poor this season. Yeah, poor until they play Bayern Munich, apparently. <laughs> yeah, uh, evidently. Uh, what else happened in Europe this week uh, or today? Uh, Spanish La Liga. Just a quick run-through for anyone in Spain. Uh, Barcelona the football still by... stop for anybody that's interested in Spain. Guess what? The football is still shit. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Granada held Barcelona. But Real Madrid thrashed Valencia. What about the Bundesliga? What about the Bundesliga? Uh, a lot of goals today. That there's always a lot of goals in, in the Bundesliga, which is very very nice, by the way. Because yeah, they actually play attacking football in the Bundesliga, which is nice to watch. Very rarely do you get a side that'll park the fucking bus. Playing that, I've just seen a nil nil. Thank you, Bundesliga. Yeah, so Bayern Leverkusen drew 2 2 with Union Berlin. RB Leipzig beat Mainz 4 1. Mm-hmm. Andre Silva scored two in that game. And Kunku, who I just want to shout on Kunku out on this podcast because I've posted on the page about it in the group. He mm-hmm. is on fire. He is on fire this season. Already won a Bundesliga Player of the Month award. He's scoring goals for fun. One of the top scorers in the Champions League, which is crazy because they're out. Leipzig are out of the Champions League. But I wouldn't write Leipzig off for a chance at Europa. Um, well, I I depends who their manager is. I haven't got a clue who Leipzig's manager is. It was Nagelsmann. I don't know who replaced him. I think it was Jesse Marsh, the American. I don't know if he's still there. I want to say it was Jesse Marsh. I don't know if it's still Jesse Marsh. But I can have a quick check. And just to confirm, Leipzig will be in the uh, Euro. It is not Jesse Marsh. They did the right thing. They fucking sacked the dumbass. Um, He was sacked a month ago. It is now Dominico Dominico Tedesco is the guy in charge. So, yeah, they got a chance now that the Americans out. So, um, Dortmund beat Frankfurt in a thriller, three-two. No goals from Haaland, but two very. Oh, Dortmund were three. Dortmund were two-nil down. They turned it around. Mm. Of course they did. They were two-nil down in twenty-four minutes, and Hazard, Bellingham, and Dahoud scored in the last twenty minutes to uh, win the game. Fucking course. You don't like Dortmund, do you, Dave? No. <laughs> you don't like many people. And nothing major happened in the French League. The money halls didn't play, so. <laughs> the money <laughs> You leave PSG alone. You don't the like PSG. You, you hate them as much as I do. I do. Fuck them. <laughs> I do, just, I, the only thing I like about PSG is Mbappe. Everybody else can go fuck off. Yeah, but he's going to Real Madrid. He's going to Real Madrid in the summer. That fucking guy. That's... I don't understand why everybody likes the shit country with the shit football. I don't get it. I don't understand. With some of the worst fucking fans on this planet. He wants to go to Real Madrid because Ronaldo's his idol. And obviously Ronaldo was there. So he wants to emulate that. Great Ronaldo. Did I miss up all his name? Did I miss say his name? Did I misspeak? I'm sorry. Just a little. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, he wants to go there. I think Haaland, this whole Barcelona thing with Haaland, like, oh, we're going to sign Haaland. How? How? They ain't got no fucking money. I have no idea. They're, they're fucking delirious at this point. Even if they buy him, how the hell can they comply with FA? Oh, wait, they're Spanish. They can do what they want. I'm just going to leave that one alone. It's ridiculous. I'm just going to say what I said. I don't know why great players want to go play for shit clubs. Spain has gone backwards, if anything. The best clubs football in the world right now are all English. Champions of Europe are English. Yes. Yes, yes, they are. I just don't understand. You know, La Liga has been going backwards for a while. I mean, the Bundesliga is better than La Liga now. Serie A is better than La Liga. But obviously, Real Madrid have got a decent, very good manager. So obviously, they fell some good form. My fucking Sunday league is better than La Liga. Come on, man. I wouldn't go that far. I will. <laughs> um, but I think that's where we'll wrap it up to today, this morning. Anything you want to add, Dave? Uh, tomorrow is the start of AFCON. Go watch that shit. If you got access to it, if you can stream it, go watch the African Cup of Nations, people. You will not fucking regret it. Some of some real good, passionate, brilliant fucking football with a lot of skilled players that I don't think get enough fucking credit. Go watch the African Cup of Nations and go watch Nigeria win this shit. It's going to be a Did great you hear tournament. About Af- Did you hear what AFCON said? No. They said if teams have 11 players but not a goalkeeper, they still have to play. That's fucking crazy. Oh, sorry, miss. Sorry, I haven't got a goalkeeper. That's all right. Stick your <laughs> striker in goal. That's ridiculous. And, it is, it's, and, it is and, ridiculous, but hey, it's still a great fucking tournament, though. It's like one of my favorite ones. I will be rooting for Senegal. Of course you will. I can't blame you. I mean, there is a Chelsea player, but Nigeria, let's go get this trophy. He's the only one out there, isn't he, Mendy? For Chelsea, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you know Senegal I... Senegal does have a squad, though. I mean, Koulibaly, Sajio Mane, Mendy. I mean, bruh. They'll be fine. I think they're yeah. the favorites. Are they, are they the favorites? knock them out. <laughs> I'm dying on that hill, man. I'm dying on that hill. Well, we, we both hope Gambia do really well as well for Jordan. Hey, that, yes. Now... Crazy shit has happened in football, but if somehow Gambia wins the whole fucking thing, I will be so bloody elated for our friend. Because that he, he's a good fucking guy. He deserves his country to go do some great shit on one of the greatest cup competitions on the fucking planet. Because me and you don't have a chance, do we? No. <laughs> I don't have a national team, for fuck's sake. Well, you support Portugal nationally, don't you? I'm not even going to be at the World Cup. That's a very complicated relationship I have with Portugal. They're not even going to be at the World Cup. They're they're not going to be at the fucking World Cup. They're going to fucking meet Italy in the final of the playoffs in Italy. You're going to fucking wipe the floor with them. And then I hope Kalini and fucking Benucci get hit by a fucking car. Bunch of cunts. I think we'll end it there. (laughs) Uh, Let's do the housekeeping, everybody. So, um, you can catch us on Facebook. We have a group and a page. Both are on the pitch. 
the page I post podcasts. Sometimes we put little interesting tidbits and content on that page. We got a group where we have a bunch of uh, fans from different clubs. There's a lot of banter, discussion, debate, a lot of fucking proper shithousery, but it's still a great place to be. That group, to get into it, you just type in on the pitch in the search bar, it should pop up. There's three questions. Three. Three. Can we count? One, two, three. I need you to act like y'all got some fucking sense and answer the questions correctly, and then you will be welcomed into the group, and, and you'll love it. Um... While we're on the subject of Facebook, we're just going to promote this one more time. Our friend Mike, he's got two groups, Tunes, great place to share music, fucking dope. I've gotten a lot of good music off that and discovered music I didn't even know existed that I quite enjoy. I know it's the same for Ash. Uh, He's also got another page for all you movie lovers out there called Cinematics. That is also a great place to be where we discuss, I believe, movies, TV series sometimes, and... um, anything tv and movies basically yeah anything tv and movies basically so if you are a part of our group and are interested in that shit go on now go find it go join it you're not going to regret it and um look out for the afcon podcasts that we will have coming out soon in the near future as we're going to cover afcon and that's that's that is all the housework for the day so wherever you are in this world We wish you a good morning, a good evening, or a good night. Till next time, we will talk to you soon.